Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. My name is Kirby Wood and I am the group's pastor here at Mariners Irvine and we are so glad to be having a great conversation with you today about the Life Group Leader discussion. And with me I have Esther Chung, our women's pastor. Hey guys, good to be with you. We're so glad to have you Esther. We love how you love our women Mm -hmm. through incredible Mariners Women events as well as all the different Bible studies and um, courses and things that offer as groups. And, of course, our women's life groups. (laughs) So if you are a women's leader, know that Esther is your girl and her team of coaches, life group coaches, um, even our new women's coordinator. Mm -hmm. All of us, all of the women's team is here to support you. And that includes me, too. Mm -hmm. So we hope that this conversation today is rich and meaningful as well as Holy Spirit led. So know that we are praying for you. We have been. And our hope in this time um, is to prepare you so that you can help facilitate um, all that God wants to do in and through your group. So with that, our first discussion, um, or our discussion today actually is going to be over week two of Big Problems, Bigger God, which this series I am really liking. What do you think, Esther? I absolutely love it. Love that Eric's book on loneliness, and I love that he's addressing fear this week. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so the, the main topic or line is, I am afraid, but God is above, which I think that's such an incredible encouragement. Mm -hmm. It's not saying I am afraid and God says, you know, like, that he can erase all of our fears yeah, or get over it yeah or, or just get over it but mm-hmm. the encouragement is to look up mm-hmm. mm, so good and i'm looking forward to what all that um eric has so i love that even in the if you turn to your pages here and you look on 38 there's that little description so you can feel like you have a good sense of where the conversation is going and i love the question how do we fight our fears mm-hmm. and so as we really digest the sermon and digest the scripture we can really start to think how can we practically apply this to our lives and that's one of our hopes, you know, for life group leader or life group discussions that you as the leader really feel like you're helping your people know how to put this into practice Mm -hmm. and live out um, God's work. So good. So um, as we look at our first question here, we've got lean in, which we love to start a heavy conversation (laughs) with a light and silly one, hopefully to kind of just get people talking as you guys know. Um, But what's the question that we have here today? Esther? What's an animal you would like or you would have for a pet if you knew it wouldn't harm you? Mm. So mine would be probably a lion. (laughs) Yeah. Probably teethless lion. Yeah. (laughs) It says wooden harm, but yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. That's really good. I think I like the idea of something that like feels like wrestly or like and cuddly. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always heard that koalas are like really mean. Oh, but like they seem so cute, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know. So it's something in that vein. But what do you feel like we're really trying to pull out of people here as those we think about like an animal and like the lack of fear like what do you kind of are hoping are you thinking that that'll inspire in these conversations yeah i think i love that we start lighthearted because Mm. i also think just to remind all the life group leaders like laughter is actually powerful yes laughter is a sign of agreement or a sense of like oh you think that too yeah and even as we go deeper with fear we're going to be experiencing those like maybe tearful or like agreements from each other like nodding each other's head but just starting lighthearted um kind of opens us up to start from a place of agreement and um yeah 
I totally agree. I so agree. I love that as we think about how do we help people feel seen in situations is through that agreement. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways we agree where we say, I understand, but also like laughing together. Yeah. I love that. That's so true. I also too think that, you know, if you kind of see the theme here of like, an animal that you knew wouldn't harm you. So that's like, it's kind of a, it's kind of saying like, what would you do if you didn't have any fears without being too like, too like heavy handed with that Mm. question you know we're really just trying to help people start to think about the idea of like what fear might be holding them back from right so we're already from the very intentional point of this conversation these are these lean in questions are not just completely arbitrary like Mm. they are somewhat intentional to hopefully um, slowly create a, like a rich conversation as you're thinking about like digging you kind of dig off the topsoil then you get mm-hmm. to the next one so hopefully we're kind of making some sort of like digs to a deeper um, a deeper part of the conversation um, as we do look down and we read Exodus together as well as from the gospel um, of Matthew we really um, are, are challenged as it says you know um, about how we view fear so it says um, what do you learn about the challenge of fear from the, these passages and I love how this this question is asked right it's not just what do we learn about fear you know but we're really thinking and, and already helping the people of our group see this as a challenge mm-hmm. to what we might already already or initially like think about fear yeah um what else are you seeing in the passages here um esther yeah i think it also shows like we kind of see moses as a hero of the faith and that god um god was using moses to tell his people to not fear and Hmm. i'm sure moses had plenty of conversations with god where you know he was fearful he didn't want to be a leader or maybe some of our life group leaders were hesitant to be uh rooted facilitators or life group leaders totally and and so I just love that no one's exempt from fear and that God's encouragement is speaking life and truth Ooh, to that. Yeah. So good. I love that. I can already hear maybe someone in your group being like, I'm not afraid of anything. Oh. Right? Right when you said <laughs> that. I, I know. That's a lie. And, you know, if someone does say that, and, and whenever we're surprised by things that people say, you know, we want to not um, attack them, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can already think, like, how do you minister to that person? Mm-hmm. How do you lead that person to shepherd? Be like, wow, like, what's brought you to that place, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, or why do you say that, you know? Mm-hmm. And in a way that really sounds like loving and believing. And then those who are really overcome by fear, you know, you're wanting to kind of try to manage that conversation mm-hmm. as well to not help feel like the whole group is like about one person's, you know, really thick fear mm-hmm. right now. Um, but hopefully some of those things come out if you're not already attuned to some of the things that people are wrestling with. So. Um, As we look over to look out, how do you see people overcome fear and where do you see them overwhelmed with fear? Mm. So this is kind of, um, you know, especially these questions are really helpful in a group where people are having a hard time identifying their own fears. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, oh, I don't really have a lot of fears. Like everything in my life's going pretty well. And they're not realizing where fear might be motivating them. Mm -hmm. This is how we can start to call it out in others, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of um, just... Um, like, you know, just trying to be an internal, like, oh yeah, I already know. It's maybe like those who aren't completely aware mm-hmm. of some of the ways fear are guiding them of their lives. Yeah. What else do you, you see here, Esther? Yeah, I think that maybe even as people share, like mm-hmm. it'll help others articulate their fear. Because so fear is one thing, but being able to articulate like the root of it mm-hmm. or um, putting language to it is another. So totally. I think, you know, 
where do you see them overwhelmed with fear or how do you see people overcome fear? Um, as we answer, I think it'd be a good opportunity to just hear how people process. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I love reminding everyone that we want to make sure everyone's sharing, especially mm-hmm. with such a, a prevalent issue or a prevalent topic like fear. I think that's easy for some people to think it's so big and weighty that either I have, I am experiencing it or I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. but really let's all like, and you know, let's all be introspective here and think, what well, where might fear be motivating me in my life? Or at least start to call out where they see it in others. Mm-hmm. So looking in, um, this is, you know, a pretty clear answer. Where are you overwhelmed with fear? Boom, mm-hmm. got him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right hit him on the nose. And how would your life Um, How would you live differently by trusting in God who overcomes your fear? I love that challenge, Mm -hmm. right? To like think about life looking different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you might call out, um, Esther? Um, Not really. No, I think if people do have an opportunity to share, I think it would be really awesome if other people kind of affirm like, oh, I think that I would be more vocal if someone said that. Um, That's good. Like someone could come along and say, hey, when you you, you know, you made me more introverted and quiet. My mm-hmm. husband's kind of like that. But when he does speak, he speaks boldly and yeah. truth. And just maybe even as a life group, affirming that at that moment really quickly would be really, really such a beautiful moment. I think. So true. So true. And I love, I mean, we talked about it briefly before we got on here, hoping to like get to this really great point about the prayer experience. Mm-hmm. But like, how would your, how would you live differently can almost be like a prayer, a way to really begin the prayerful parts of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where, where could you really vision and imagine your life looking different mm-hmm. because you're, you're living in the freedom of fear, you yeah. know, or living in freedom from your fears. Mm -hmm. So that's our big encouragement for you guys after you're able to kind of get through these conversations and these questions to really um, plan a time. If you haven't already set a great time to consider when can we do a prayer experience? Mm -hmm. What was, um, you did a prayer experience with your uh, Ruta group, right? I did. It was incredible. I love that. We were just at someone's house, our rooted facilitator's house, and Mm -hmm. some people went outside. Yeah. And I think sometimes, I mean, the rooted one is like so done well for like an hour long. Yeah. But even if it's like 15 minutes of silence, I think it's so powerful just to hear from the Lord and to come back and to hear how the Lord spoke to us. And so I think that we shouldn't be afraid of the prayer experience being even like a shorter experience. So true. Yeah, to not stray away from doing it because we're we think it has to be some magical experience has to be so long so true so true i i really i totally agree even in my own life group you know we've been a life group for a while now but even in my own life group when we sense the need we're like okay let's just take the last you know like you said like 30 minutes and you know put on a song and everyone just contemplate and be like you know with each other in this house and just listen to what god has to say yeah and it's you know especially when a couple of us are busy and we've been having a really hard time finding even a social time to hang out on the weekend you know but if you really do I mean a prayer experience is something that you can do and I would encourage you guys if you're able to lock down a time outside of your normal rhythm sometimes really prioritize that even if you said Mm -hmm. okay it'll be in three months from now that's when we're all available (laughs) right which is so normal in the Orange County um, rush but truly like if you're able to say we're going to set this aside and protect it Mm -hmm. and really in hopes to hear from God in a really unique way but today Mm -hmm. we're going to also just for these 15 minutes or just mm-hmm. for this these 30 minutes we're going to really listen and that will hopefully not only um begin to, to remind us of how god speaks to us especially so on great. this specific topic mm-hmm. but also it'll kind of fuel us to remember why we prioritize it mm-hmm. right so yeah good. so good 
Okay, you guys, we'll know that these experiences or these um, rhythm reminders that we have the, at each bottom of our discussion is because we want to ensure that your group is staying um, really rooted in God's word and also rooted in what we like to call um, biblical community, mm -hmm. community that's inspiring one another um, to be more like Jesus, one that's encouraging each other to be more like Jesus, um, as well as really iron sharpening iron. And so we want you guys to feel like you're really getting the most out of this experience. So really try to stay on top of those experiences. If you have any questions, mm -hmm. please reach out to your coach. We have some incredible life group coaches mm -hmm. that are just like, like waiting to be utilized and cared mm -hmm. and, and care so much for you. But we are praying for you, your group's team, um, your group's pastors, as well as all of your life group coaches are praying for you and we love you so much. So hope you guys have a great week. We will talk to you um, next week.